0: is that alignment is for everybody. You know, I teach this to people in corporate. I teach this to people who don't have businesses at all. I teach it to people in businesses. I teach it to moms. It is the basis of our lives. And when I teach this, especially to men, and they're like, oh yeah, this shows us. This isn't even about being spiritual. It's about how do we be more human? And I think it's really good to bring it back to that place that, you know, go see a photo of me. I'm just like this normal ass chick who likes to party on weekends and work really hard and be spiritual and do all those things because there's no cage around it. It's just coming more and more into who we are. So in saying that Ramble, alignment, how to find it. I always say to people,
1: it's that place where we feel joy. Welcome to Not Just Your Average Millennial Podcast. I'm Dimity, your not-so-average host. Together with some incredible guests, I share with you the life-changing lessons I've learned from remarkable places, people, and books. My deepest wish is that by you listening in every single week that you two decide that you're not so average, that you just start doing more cool stuff, make outrageous plans, or even launch that business idea you've been waiting on for so long. Whatever it is that your heart is desiring right now or called to do, I know for sure that you're just not average. So let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Not Just Your Average Millennial. Today's uh, guest, well, to be honest, we're your paces a little bit. We are speaking to an intuition reader a healer, a mindset, and a business coach. Ooh, just If you are like spiritual gangster like me, you will absolutely love this episode and you will love this girl's soul. Basically, she loves to work in both spaces to expand spirituality and practically combining the worlds of creating successful businesses and living... Um, an incredible spirituality life in Bali. So we're all pretty jealous of all those people that live their life in Bali, creating epic businesses. She's more recently a speaker and she facilitates events, which is how I actually met her. She is one of those women who just, you know what, You can always rely on her to just get the job done in such a beautiful, eloquent way. She shares her passion, um, her journey of turning pain into a beautiful message. And I know for sure she has some stories um, in her pockets that I'm sure will come out on this episode. But uh, basically, all her mission is in life is to raise each other's vibrations and to really create an ideal life that we all live. And play Joyful in. So Adriana, how are you beautiful? Damn girl, that was beautiful. <laughs> um, I'm fantastic,
0: thank you for having me, beyond grateful.
1: You are so welcome, I love that I get to just like ego boost people because you know what, we often don't get the recognition for the shit we do so I just love that intro part on any podcast. <laughs> I was like damn I sound pretty cool (laughs) you are pretty cool so uh you don't need to worry about that but I just okay my first question is what the hell is an intuition reader like let's just straight start straight there because for I've known you for a couple of years now I know that you are really tapped in for anyone that is in the spiritual world and if you're someone that is listening to this podcast today and you're like whoa I'm so not spiritual this is not a podcast for me just just hold on because there might be something within this space that you start to crack things open. So yeah, what is an intuition in a reader?
0: So amazing question. So definitely hang in there because I'm definitely both, and I love that. So. I call myself an intuitive reader. What that means is I've learned how to tap in extremely into my intuition to read people's energy field. Essentially, in a nutshell, I'm psychic, but I don't often promote that part because I like it to be a lot more about intuition. So pretty much... Going back to about a year and a half ago, I realised that something different was kind of going on. I haven't shared this story much. I realised that I could see uh, shapes in front of people. I could see numbers and letters above people's heads. So it started to get pretty intense, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I can imagine.
1: I was was like, am I crazy or... (laughs) Living in Bali, taking those mushrooms, girl. (laughs) I was
0: like, this is too much. I hadn't even moved to Bali yet. So God help me. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah, I was meditating a lot. And I really started realizing there was something different going on here. Um, I realized that I could hear messages through my ear. I realized all these things. Then I started practicing on friends and family. To that point, I realized I was psychic and I was also a medium, which meant I could see and communicate with spirit. At this point, I was kind of... Thinking, okay, am I crazy? Is this actually useful for people? Is this real? So I, sh- I stretched that muscle. I kept practicing it to the point where I realized this could really, really, really support people in their lives. So now, a year and a half later, I intuitively really read people's energy, which means I can see right now in their lives what's blocking them, what needs to be looked at, what needs to shift, and I can regurgitate take that to them exactly and we can make plans and guide them through step by step things that they might need to do to move forward. Pretty much it's really really tapping into my intuition of course there's extra gifts that I've been able to now use but everyone has intuition and I love showing people how to start to listen to their own as well so in a nutshell that's what it is and how it kind of came about.
1: I'm like can you read me? Can you see me? (laughs) I'm like, if anyone else on this listening to this didn't think the exact same thoughts, you're not even human because I'm like waiting for Adriana to just basically read me throughout the rest of this.
0: Seriously, everybody I meet, they're like, are you reading me now? And the truth is that I'm not constantly reading people, even though people think I am. And that's because it's actually can get pretty deep and pretty exhausting. But and obviously I get paid to do it, so I kind of save all that energy for the people who are paying me for that hour to spend with me but it's kind of always on once we eat with our intuition our intuition's always kind of chatting to us and giving us cues but not to the extent I will in an actual you know one-to-one read
1: I love that and I like the only way that I can ever explain this because I can I, I feel energy too as you would know around this is like it's kind of like your wi-fi like you turn your wi-fi on you turn your wi-fi off and you need to just be um in a space where you can just connect, right? Exactly right. And that's that's actually a really good way to describe it. I haven't thought of it like that
0: before. And that we can kind of connect, turn it off when we need to. But in a sense, our basic intuition and gut instinct is there all the time, no matter how spiritual we are, no matter how much we've meditated, no matter how any of that, it's always there within us because it's our guiding compass. So that's really what I love showing people as well.
1: I love that. And how did you, how do you, if someone, because I, I know this is part of what you do. So like, let's just really dive in, in deep and like un-layer, un, 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 I can't speak today, but unreveal all the layers of how someone begins to really understand their gut because it's really the brain of our tummy, right? Isn't that what they say? <laughs> Obviously know so much about this space. Not
0: describe it. The funny thing is people are always say this to me, how do I strengthen mine? How do I hear mine? And I could talk about this forever and a, and a day, just this topic alone, but there's always a few key principles. One is what we eat. So obviously if we want to strengthen our connection to our gut, we need to be eating food that is more whole, cleaner. We need to be looking after our gut health. So whenever I look after my gut health, immediately my intuition is so much stronger. Wow. So that's, yeah, that's one really cool point that I've started to realize lately. The next one is that our intuition is soft. So I love this explanation. It's probably one of my favorites. So if you think about it, all our voices go in our minds. Our minds are actually quite noisy. They're full of chatter, they're full of things that aren't truth, They're full of excuses. They're full of our ego once to say. Our ego, our thought mind, they're very loud. They're very repetitive. Our intuition is soft; it whispers, and it's always first. So I always remind people that it's soft and first, which means it's actually quite hard to hear because all the noise comes in afterwards, and it's louder. And you're like, "Well, man, that must be true." It's loud; it's repetitive. But that's the truth.
1: Yeah, and that's that's totally- speak- Yeah, and sorry to cut you off there, but I suppose that's the reason why people practice meditation is to just to stop and to be present and to just shut off the noise.
0: Exactly right. So that's took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <the> next point
1: is
0: <laughs> exactly is to meditate. Because Woo! meditation is like, yeah. <laughs> we're reading we're reading each other's minds <laughs> already. It really allows that to strengthen and it's totally how I strengthened my is through meditation and through journaling. And I blab on about journaling so much to my clients and on my, on my socials to the point where people are like, all right, we get it, we need a journal. But it's seriously clear space for us to hear our intuitive thoughts.
1: I love that you speak around journaling and and removing the the noise in our mind and clearing that space. It's it's such an important thing, and especially as entrepreneurs, uh, we we really circulate in this thing what I call decision fatigue. So I mm. guess for you, you're you're using this process of removing decision fatigue. Ultimately,
0: that's so true. It's a really good way to put it, and I. I am used to be the worst decision maker, like if my ex-boyfriend saw who I've become now, he'd be like, you make decisions like that, That that's amazing. Because I was so shocking at it and I totally transformed that part of my personality and I do believe that has a lot of credit to meditation, to journaling and through closing out a lot of the shit in my life that was getting in the way of me being able to make these really solid, quick decisions, which in turn is really listening to my intuition and trusting it. That's a huge one,
1: trusting it. How did you begin to trust it?
0: Talk me through that journey. Yeah, I always say to people, it's practice. So I use this really random example. When you go into an ice cream shop and there's all these ice cream flavors, and this is totally me, there's this vegan ice cream shop in Bali, it's delicious. And I go in, I'm like, but I want all of them? But there's this little whisper in your mind that says to you, well, no, babes, you really want chocolate and mint and that's your intuition on a really, really basic level. So you pick the chocolate and then you're like, you know what? I'm going to pick tiramisu flavor. You get it and it's disgusting and you don't enjoy it because you did not listen to your intuition. And what we can do is if we can start to practice listening to those intuitive nudges on really, really, really basic levels and then tell our mind, hey, we listened, we got a good result, we can trust this keep flexing it, keep flexing it, keep flexing it. It's that simple. So that's a really great way. I love to kind of break down that process, doing it on really simple things, doing it again, and then telling our mind we can trust this now. It's okay.
1: It's interesting how you bring the connection between gut and mind and how they are different entities and different energies and different, uh, I guess, personalities at the end of the day. Like you've got the loud, you've got the very masculine mind, but you also have the soft and gentle feminine. That's kind of the way that I'm seeing it.
0: Yeah, I love actually giving them personalities. I find it's true because everyone's doing it inside their heads. I've described it once before as a board meeting, right? So you have this board meeting and on the meeting is your intuition, is your gut instincts, is your head, your heart, your soul, your ego. And they're all like wanting this same and you kind of have to manage this board meeting in your head and then come back down to your centre, which is just your soul essence anyway, which is that place of alignment and centre, and that's where we want to make decisions from, which goes into that whole other topic of alignment and how do we find that more of the time, which in turn will make our decisions easier to make and will manage that masculine, feminine and all that chatter in our minds as
1: well. So how do we find our alignment?
0: Mm,
1: well, I'm just like, I'm like layering this because this is like, I love that board meeting thing. Like purely because it's a visual for people. Like often like podcasts is like, yeah, we're listening and we're going, but people can then visualize that in their head. And if you sat down in a meditation in a morning, maybe you need to bring in your mind. Maybe you need to like literally have a visualization session with all of those people sitting in front of you and just have a chat with them and just connect. Yeah. Yes. Sir. And so, we need our
0: ego. We need our fault. mind. I often just chat to, you know, my, my ego in my board media. I'm like, okay, what are you trying to protect me from here? What are you trying to show me? So I love it being visual and that giving people these practical things that they can go away and like, Hey, that resonates with me. I'm going to try that.
1: Totally. And if you're here listening, like this is so woo woo, just stay, just stay with it. Yep. We're adding layers. Um, Maybe it's not for you right now, but this is just maybe the beginning of your journey. I remember when I first started learning about like being tapped in and source energy and alignment, I was like, what are these freaks on about? Um, because I just wasn't in that space. So it, maybe this is just your opportunity to just grow and learn and be a part of a, a new energy. Exactly
0: right. And with alignment going growing from that point is that alignment is for everybody. You know, I teach Mm. this to people in corporate. I teach this to people who don't have businesses at all. I teach it to people in businesses. I teach it to moms. It is the basis of our lives. And when I teach this, especially to men, and they're like, hell yeah, this shows us this isn't even about being spiritual. It's about how do we be more human? Mm. And I think it's really good to bring it back to that place that, you know, go see a photo of me. I'm just like this normal ass chick who likes to party on weekends and work really hard and be spiritual and do all those things because there's no cage around it. It's just coming more and more into who we are. So in saying that ramble, alignment, how to find it. I always say to people, it's that place where we feel joy. It's that place where we feel that lightness, where we feel ease, where we feel flow. And we want to come back to that more of the time. So when we're feeling that dis-ease, it's not a problem. We need those contrasting experiences. But how can we then ask ourselves, okay, what do I need right now? What do I need to be in alignment? So for me, that would be, you know, ground, connect with the earth, go for a swim, have a good chat with a best friend, um, read a good book. Those things bring me back to my center. So that's a really good way to think about
1: alignment. I love that. And is, is there a story that you can bring in or a time that you can remember where you were not in alignment? And can you just share, yeah. because I, I know a lot of people will get like, yeah, it's easy to get into alignment and yeah, it's all, all well and good. You're a cyclic, psychic, and they're creating these stories in the head, but like just share with us, the listeners, a story of when you weren't in alignment and what happened be, because you weren't in alignment. I love
0: this. Um, So, really funny as an intuitive, I can be so shocking at using my intuition on myself, which is pretty funny. And my coach is always like, You're an intuitive. And I'm like, All right, all right, I get it. And um, I've been working with this coach who is also both. She's really spiritual and really business minded. And honestly, if you don't have a coach, you get one game changer. As a coach, I was like, I'm fine. And then I got one. I was like, wow. So she was teaching me all about this place of alignment. Anyway, one day I felt like I had rested enough. I was like, I've been resting for like two days to get into alignment and blah, 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 blah. And I rode my scooter. I live in Bali to Ubud. So if you know Ubud, it's about 50 minutes, an hour away from the main area. So I got there and I stopped at a cafe and I was doing, I was speaking at a retreat that night. So I was getting myself grounded in wood. But the problem was that I was super freaking anxious. So I've suffered with feelings of anxiety for my whole life. And when I get really anxious, I grip my teeth and I, I clench my jaw to the point where I get excruciating back pain and can't focus. So this was happening. As it happens, I feel more and more suffocated. And I know a lot of people can relate to this. So I messaged my coach and I said, I'm, I'm really struggling. I'm so anxious. I, I can't even cope with myself today. And I started creating all these stories around what was happening. And she said to me, okay, two things. A, you're creating a judgment around how much rest you need to feel back in alignment that was true. A lot of us do this. And B, she asked me, what do you need right now? And I was like, I freaking hate this question. And I said to her, (laughs) I I said that first. And then I started to well up and I said to her, I just need rest. I'm tired. I said, okay, how can you rest? I'm an hour away from my, my villa. Uh, I, blah 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 blah. And she goes, no 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 no. How can you rest? And I said, well, the girl hosting the retreat is actually my friend. I could go back to hers, um, hide in her room, and rest until I'm I need to be on, which is hours away. It's still hours away. It's just a great to do that. So I stayed at the cafe and I pushed out another hour of work. Alarm bell mistake everybody, don't do this. So (laughs) I I push I push out the hour of work because I'm in heavenless being, you know, all in my masculine energy, whatever you want to call it. And then eventually I jump on my bike. Remember I pushed myself more out of alignment. So at this point, my back hurts, my whole face hurts, I'm sweaty as hell because I live in Bali and I look at my phone, I put on my map and I get lost. So I'm in the middle of these rice fields, there's no real words, I'm sweating bullets, I look at my phone, it's on 9%, I'm like, you have to be kidding me. And then I look down at my petrol tank and it's just flashing at me, and I'm like, you're kidding me, I'm in the middle of freaking nowhere, I have no idea where I am, and I'm so annoyed at myself, it's not even funny. So I took a second, and a breath, and I thought, okay. A, what is this trying to teach me? It was trying to teach me to slow the hell down and rest and that I keep using my tank until empty. The thing is, the universe is always trying to show us things. So the universe was trying to show me, A, my battery is going low, my my bike's about to die, I'm about to freaking collapse because I'm so tired and sweaty. So I'm using everything till empty. And then I said to the universe, I get it. I hear the message and you don't need to talk to the universe. You don't need to talk to God. Talk to yourself. Talk to whatever you believe in that's higher than you. And I said, just get me to, get me home. Get me to their villa. I'm listening. I'm going to go to the villa and I promise you I'm going to rest. Long story short, I get to the villa. I go and rest. I feel my body just being like, oh my God, thank you. And then I get a phone call from a client who, a potential client, who'd been umming and ahhing about my biggest package. And she called me and she said, Yeah, I, I'm, in. Uh, I'm in. I'm in. I'm going to pay you the deposit now. I want to do the three month program. I'm in. And I was like, Amazing. Like, this is great. And what I clicked to in that moment is that alignment truly is everything. I rested I listened I spoke to something higher than me and then the universe rewarded me with this client being like yeah I'm going to follow up I'm going to do your highest package and not that it's about that happening but this is alignment this is what alignment does for us it lets shit be easy let shit come to us but it's not always that simple and sometimes we need that check to be like okay I'm back and the universe will reward me. And then the retreat went incredibly that
1: night as well. So
0: that's a little story, big story for you.
1: That is an incredible story. I love that you literally got physical reminders, like physical notifications Mm. from the universe to be like, no, no, time out. Like you've got 9% worth of whatever you're doing and then you're going to die. Like I know for me, I I often check my phone and it's that sprint, that last 1% sprint to the charger before your battery dies. Yeah, but what about, yeah, we forget to do that for ourselves
0: and we also forget to look for the signs because the signs are always, always, always there and we can get caught up in life and busyness and da-da-da that we forget to take note of these little signs and we start noticing them and it's like, okay, cool, this is is
1: something really missed. And what are you, you, like for someone that is not into this or really new and curious to like tap in a little bit more, what are some of the most common signs that someone can be aware of?
0: Yeah, fun. So I love the idea of getting yourself a totem, which is something really easy that everyone can do so thinking of something so mine is a white feather it's a whole other story in itself and asking and just being like i want to see this more often and every time i see this it's a reminder that i'm supported and that i'm you know on my path or whatever you want to make it mean you can make it mean a reminder that i'm freaking amazing whatever you want to make it. (laughs) (laughs) you are amazing Yeah, you are all amazing. And then that totem starts to pop up. So that's one really easy way Um, that might still feel too far-fetched for some people. Really simply going really back to basics would be asking yourself, what do you believe in? And you don't have to decide yet. But it is important that when we're building that relationship that we start to understand, okay, is it just like a... higher version of me is it is it just me is it the universe is it what is it because that's a really easy way to flex it and journal a lot really opening up that journaling can allow you to start having a relationship with this part of your mind I, I can't I can't preach that enough
1: On journaling, just even for my own curiosity, like, yes, you write the date, like, what kind of, what would you suggest someone to journal? Because this is where we get stuck, right? It's like, everyone says to journal, everyone says to post on this, everyone says to tap in, but like, it's the how everyone's looking for. So how does someone begin to journal, even in the most basic form?
0: Yeah, cool. I just did an IGTV video on this. so oh, I, you all have
1: to go have a look on her page and I'll make sure it's in the show notes. <laughs> yes,
0: 100%. But the, the basis of what I say is that journal every day. Ask yourself what you need from that experience. So what I find, a lot of my clients come to me and they're like, so every day do I need a gratitude journal and this and that? I'm like, totally no. This is a great way to practice your intuition. Ask your body, what do I need today? So then once you've asked that, there's three types of journaling that I really focus on. One is gratitude, which is just great for those days where I need to remember or I want to amplify what I'm already grateful for, what I already have. So it could be in my day that's happened, in my day that's coming up, it could be right now, whatever that is for you. That is one part of it, but definitely I wouldn't say the only part. A lot of people like, yeah, gratitude journal every day. But what about our shadow side? What about the dark shit? That's mm-hmm. the stuff I really like to teach. So I call it shadow journaling. So it's pretty much just journaling about the stuff that's on your mind, the stuff that you're annoyed as all freaking hell at, the things that uh, you're avoiding, hiding, pretending not to know, that stuff that's really getting to you. And I journal on this stuff probably every day because this is, for me, what really clears out the noise for me. And it gets me to be real because no matter how freaking woke we are, it doesn't matter. We're real humans and we're having a human experience and shit gets to us. So I really love that technique. And the third would be future self-journaling. So future self-journaling is all about identifying who we want to be. So lots of I am statements. I do this when I'm feeling really visionary, when I'm feeling really buzzed. And again, incredible, incredible, incredible technique and so much fun.
1: I love that you've broken them down into three different segments. I love that you've also incorporated that it does take all different parts to make a whole.
0: Exactly right, and it's often forgotten. And then I very I love to teach super holistically, and as you can tell, I love steps, I love frameworks. I'm I come from a business background, so I love the process of
1: everything. Everything has a process, <laughs> even meditation. So for those people that are like, um, is it left brain or right? See, I don't even know. Right brain thinking, logic. Think right yeah, I don't left brain, that. whatever. Whoever you are, just know processes. <laughs> Um, But I I would love, and I hope that you, I didn't really ask you this, but I'm going to ask you now. I hope that you're okay, but I would love you to walk through just a general, um, future self 2020 visualization for everyone that is listening. This will be a super general thing, but I want people to be able to listen to the way that you articulate your own future self so they can either listen back to this um, episode. They can come back to it, pass it on to whoever needs to hear it, or they can listen to it every single day or mimic it, whatever. Would you be up for that?
0: Yeah, totally. Totally. So in terms of focusing on how how
1: they can set that intention for 2020? Absolutely. Let's go with that. We're all about 2020 visionary.
0: Yeah. So for me, in terms of uh, the first part you said, which is more about leaning into the way they can say it, for me, I'm an intention setter. So... And All of you you can still all of this. It's really anchoring into my I am so in 2020 I like to use the eight pillars of life, and I'm really breaking this down at the moment So something I'm thinking a lot about is contribution So I'm always of service and this guys you can keep telling yourself these these things all the time I'm ready to be in more of service and contribute to the environment I'm ready to find a charity that really resonates with me And when I find that charity, it's going to feel light and right. I'm going to donate X amount of money and it's going to feel like I'm really making an impact. So there you go. So there you have one and you have contribution. So You can do this in your own form as well. And then we move through to fun and recreation. And I really, again, it's about setting that in intention. And this is my personal ones, again, steal or create your own in 2020, I am always integrating with play. I feel at ease when I'm playing and I know that that is my true expression of self and I'm naturally really playful and I love to dance and and sing and I will find more people who can bring that side of me out. Then we have family and friends. I understand now that I am, I've chosen to be a, Nomad and that means that I make friends wherever I go and I can keep old ones I know that I'm always finding powerful connections that light my soul on fire and people I walk away from and feel energized Essentially, what I would say to people to do is move through eight pillars of life. So the other pillars, just so you guys know, uh, so we said contribution, fun and rec, family and friends. Then we have love and relationships, which is for a lot of people, one of the biggest struggles right now. We have finances, health and fitness, career and hmm, what is the eighth one? No, that is
1: eight.
0: That was it. Well done. Great counting, (laughs)
1: Adriana. I was counting on my fingers. (laughs) Oh, we're good to go. Hello. Tell you.
0: Oh.
1: Are you back? Yes, I'm back. Okay, cool. I'll edit this part by the way, so don't worry about it. I thought you would, <laughs> um, easy. Well, there you go, guys. We have the eight pillars of life. Um, I love the examples that you gave really just easy, um, examples that people can then base the rest of the the six. No. Yeah. The six that we didn't go into, um, but really powerful visualization, um, uh, visualization statements that all of you should be implementing into your everyday. Is that what you would suggest?
0: Yeah, I always, you know, I I, I change it. I, I mean, I meditate every day. Some are more of that vision based, some are more of that just quiet in my mind. But with this, yeah, we can, if you want to put it somewhere, you know, and then you can always go back to your eight pillars because that's what's really going to set. Th- that this next year apart and 2020 is going to be huge. it's you probably heard it before. It's all about clarity, it's all about opening our vision um and all of that being 2020 and we really need to get really clear and really intentional, which is why I like to set that intent. But then with that eight pillars, you can draw the circle, the wheel of life. Um if you again you can jump on my so I have all this stuff somewhere in there and you can draw your wheel of life and see where is each pillar at right now and okay contribution might be at a five right now so that's something that needs some attention and love in 2020 and then start setting out what that looks like for you so that's Mm -hmm. a really fun way
1: Again, I love the the practical um, steps that people can implement. I love that getting, just accessing this information, but do the work. It's one thing to listen to things, but go do the work. Whether you're driving right now or going on a walk, like go home and just implement this stuff into your life. It really will be the game changer. Exactly. And this stuff is so easy and so quick that it, it's
0: quite it doesn't take all these hours in your day. And I always say to people, it's about integrating them into our everyday life anyway. This is just stuff that I've been, cool, I have a bit of time, I'll quickly do this up. But it is in the work and that is where our results are. And I feel like in that, this last 12 months, I've really been in the work, doing the work and then in turn, you know, seeing the results as I go.
1: And I've loved watching you grow over the last 12 months, two years that we've been friends has been really powerful right back at (laughs) you! oh stop it but um on that note where can people find you where can they get access to you incredible human um how can they book a session to find out more about just uh tapping in and connecting with their higher self yes amazing so i am all about the gram um
0: i'm slowly starting to venture out but for now jump on my insta it's adriana loves and i'm sure you'll pop it below and that's really where i share everything and slowly branching out you can reach out to me there most of my bookings are made through there and a lot of what i love to share and find fun and me being an absolute idiot is all there
1: (laughs) oh perfect whether you guys have it you can go connect with her on the gram we all love the gram and to finish my last question a question that i asked everyone on the potty if anyone ever gets this last bit um which i'm hoping they do this time of course they do (laughs) (laughs) setting that intention that you all listen to the whole entire episode because you're just so excited um but no so on a serious note, the question is, do you remember who you were before the world told you who you should be? Oh, that is good.
0: Um, I think I'm finally starting to really remember. I really feel like in these last 12 months, I... And it actually gives me goosebumps. I'm actually coming back to who I was before all my trauma, before the society and the world told me I needed to be a certain way. And I feel like each time I take off another layer, I come more and more to that centre of me that is that person that I was all the freaking long. And it's so much less about finding ourselves and more about coming back to who we are and I always talk about the unbecoming and that's what my book's about and it's all about unbecoming who I thought I had to be and becoming who I am now so I feel like I'm finally remembering her and she is more and more of this but it's taking time and it's taking a lot of loss of identity and rediscovering myself but I'm definitely getting there. So that's
1: my, that's my answer. Whoa, guys, that was powerful shit. And it just, thank you for just reminding us that it is all a journey. And sometimes you yeah. do have to learn yourself. You have to unlearn yourself and get in the mess in order to create your message or to create and remember who you truly were at the core.
0: Ah, and that is another thing I could bang on about forever but I definitely want to leave people with that reminder that where I am now it wasn't all simple and rainbows and roses there was a lot of unlearning a lot of going into my pain to get to this point and having those nights where I'm like I don't know if I'm going to make it through and always 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 remembering that it all passes so I'm forever forever grateful so whoever needed to hear that right now you got this
1: yeah. And we're definitely, I'm like, I'm ready for a 2.0 when your book's out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty excited.
0: We're 22,000 words in. So 2020, yep. it's, um, well, you have, your,
1: you have your first media publication right here. Just let me know and you'll be sliding into my podcast once again. <laughs> Hell uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, girl. Well, it's been so much fun to chat with you guys. If you have loved this episode, please go like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, go follow us on Instagram and just share us your biggest takeaways. One thing I do want to hear from you, though, from this episode, if you want to do a little bit of homework, is let us know how you go with your future self-visualizations. Let us know how you go with softening the, the noise around you, removing that decision fatigue and really just tapping into that gut. So until next time, thanks Adriana. Thank
0: you so, so so much. Thank you.
1: Bye guys. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Not Just Your Average Millennial Podcast. If you loved this episode, don't forget to tag me in your Instagram stories or maybe you're even up for leaving a five-star review of the show. No matter what, follow this podcast on Spotify and subscribe to it on iTunes. It would really mean the world to me. And like always, go out there and start living an action-orientated, not-so-average lifestyle. Big love.